Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, securing my brother's permission to use some audio of my niece in a later section, probably not even in this episode. So stay tuned <laughs> from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you randomly my sister's advice and somewhat <laughs> irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains, transit, piano advice, adventures and life hacks. And today, I'm doing this by memory, by the way, because I'm also great. trying to text my brother. You're, you're right on it. <laughs> at the same time. I like it. Uh, I can't multitask, but you can. And today, today we're going to plan out, we got something special. Yes, we do. We are going to conference call our Lads 500 team, and we are going to sort of live plan our strategy right here on the air. And then, to top it off, we're going to go to Lads 500, we're going to ride it, and we're going to bring you the scoop on the hottest bike event of the year. Of, yes. Thus far. That, so far. <laughs> I, I had to, I was like, I, I, I've never been there. I don't know where I'm going. For all I know, it I, is. I love your enthusiasm. I think it is. Yeah. I think all of them are. That's actually, nope, that's my response. All of them are the best bike event of the year. You are all my children. Uh, yeah, super excited to go do some lads. Yeah, this, I've, I've done lads be, solo, but this will be your first one, right? Yeah, this is true. I've seen the videos, I've I've watched the films, I've heard the stories, I've recalled the tales, but I've not yet experienced a lads five hundred for myself. So, can I confess something to you? Yeah, I've never seen the lads five hundred films. That's okay. Every time they were like featured at film by bike just happened to be the times that i was like still outside at the like street party or like doing something else that brought me out of the, the theater it happens it's like the world doesn't want me to see the film but it, i've lived them yeah so some could say that you've gotten the best out of that experience <laughs> <laughs> because you don't need to watch a film i guess you've so done it. i guess so it's like that ending of uh peewee's big adventure mm. where they're like leaving the movie and uh, Dottie says, don't you want to watch the movie? Hm. And he says, Dottie, I've lived it. Oh, shoot. Some Pee Wee Herman so, moments. So, yes. So there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm psyched. I, yeah. I, uh, I know I've talked about it on previous episodes. I've, I've, it's like you hear about these rides in town and Lads 500 has always been that one that you hear about. And you're like, oh, I've not been able to make it. I mean, some would argue I've not made the time to make it, which wouldn't be uh, untrue, but well, at the same time, I I know some I, choices would have to have been made. Though it's like, true, you would have had to have gone without income for a day, which yeah, is that's kind of why I haven't been the last <laughs> right. five hundred before. <laughs> and it's different than like maybe some of us who, at least in some of the jobs that I've had, where like I could take the day off and mm -hmm. then like make it up by picking up a shift somewhere else. Like yeah. the bulk. Of that job was the weekend. Like, yeah. if you took a, a weekend day off, like, there's really no way you could make that up. It's like, and this is not this is not to say, it, it's kind of just the life, I guess. So you, like, roll with it and accept it, and it's got a lot of great things about it, and then also some other things that aren't always as great. But I feel like that's true of any job. Um, the, yeah, it's basically like if you took, 
if you worked retail and you took Christmas off, it, it and maybe that's an over exaggeration, but yeah, Saturdays they're really busy at a bike shop around this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I, I would say I'm excited to do so this yeah. time. And we're excited to have you. Yay. You're going to be... I didn't know there were... Well, I guess I kind of knew there were costumes. I didn't know we were doing costumes. So that's an element I'm excited to talk about. that is something that we will have to... Yes, we'll have to conference in. uh, I won't spoil. (laughs) In the past, I wouldn't necessarily call it a a costume so much as a uniform. A uh, celebration of style. (laughs) There we go. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, I guess... Well, should we... Well... First off, how have you been? I've I've been. <laughs> yeah. Um gosh, it feels like yesterday we were just having the recording for last week's episode. Oh yeah. Uh this week's been from the comfort of your own home. Yes, it's true. Uh this week's been a blur and this is not to talk about work any more than um one needs to, but we're I feel like I've just been kind of like 110% for the last 2 weeks and I feel like I'm like staying at 100% till probably like after film by bike but i feel like the realization of that has finally dawned on me and so instead of trying to escape that i think i'm just trying to accept it now ah, <laughs> so okay. it's uh yeah show up show up at work with like 100% cuz thinking is hard and <laughs> <laughs> you know you get done with that and you're like oh yeah i'm also doing all these other things so i'm just trying trying to keep the wheel spinning yeah at, yeah multi, <laughs> as it goes multitasking well not even multitasking multi-classing mm-hmm. to use a D term Ooh, multi-classing a little bit of rogue a little yep, bit of barbarian exactly everyone loves to do D&D it classes. everyone loves to do it but in the meantime like you make sacrifices you, you make some sacrifices <laughs> yeah no it's all good i think um <laughs> i just like this is a personality thing of like if i can take on just one more thing to do i will do that and then eventually you realize you're like oh all of these take way more time than physically exists in the course of a day let alone a week or otherwise so I think my new mantra is don't take any more projects. <laughs> it's like I already have, I already have enough. <laughs> but that's this the thing is, is like I'm naturally curious, so of course I'm gonna want to like plug in or engage. Right. Like I so want to do it all. Send me an email and be like, hey Guthrie, there's this thing about this thing, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm there. Oh God, I have no time. <laughs> so no, it's it's good. I like being busy. Um, sometimes being busy isn't all it's cracked up to be, but most of the time it's good to be in the flow. Are you? Someone, this is not me at all, but are you someone who um, fears inertia? What do you mean? In the sense of like um, an object at rest tends to stay at rest? Mm. Um, I don't know if I fear inertia. I think, and this is something I've been thinking about in regards to... I guess a lot of podcasts I've been listening to recently and then also just kind of a self like introspection. Um, And we talked about this a little bit in the past, like just being kind to yourself and like Uh accepting yourself as you are, I guess. Um, But along the same vein, I was listening to this podcast, um, NPR's Invisibilia for anybody who wants to check it out. But they were talking about like, I guess what you'd call is my generation and being the generation of uh, parents saying like, you do whatever you want. We just want you to be happy. But like happy is not something that can be quantifiable. Mm. And so the urge on my part is to always take on something else because maybe that will like finally achieve this level of happiness. So thoroughly sought for or, uh, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. So I, I like, I, en- I enjoy 
like the the pursuit of that but then also there's this counter feeling i guess that if i'm not doing like five or six things it feels like i'm not working towards a goal or i'm not achieving what would be considered like happiness or or at least like the the pursuit of that um and that's like pretty which is fucked up logic like as far as it goes (laughs) like it's not it's not it's not the solution but it's more of like the symptom of that i guess uh so i get i don't fear inertia so much as i fear I guess the sense of not having something to look forward to or something to work upon. Like I'm, I'm always desiring something that I can apply myself to and to bring myself to the table with. And sometimes that's more things than I can handle. Um, But it in an ideal world would be that kind of thing where like, if you think about cell phones and boredom, like I used to say, like I'm never bored. There are just periods in which I'm not doing things. Um, Okay. But I think that at the same time, like that, that constant go culture is really hard to fight against. And so in many respects, if I could just chill the fuck out, like <laughs> I'd probably actually be a lot right? like more mellow or something like that, <laughs> or at least like not feel like I need to accomplish X, Y, and Z. And then like L, Q, and M in order to be like, okay, you can take a break now. Now, now I've earned my break. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess I that's a good way of putting it i i very very rarely feel like i earn my breaks oh gosh so i may have been projecting when i just said that phrase because because that is that is actually something i struggle with not so much like i think it's a thing like being still because i think i do a pretty good job at that but like did i earn the right to be still yeah um or did i Weekends, weekends especially is really mm. easy for, for me to get into this mindset of like, like, did I earn the right to binge watch mm. this thing, mm-hmm. even though like, do I allow times, myself? Right. And, and if I can be completely honest with myself, you know, there are times where I just, I can't muster the energy to leave my apartment yeah, because, you know, I you know, the week may have been difficult or I'm just, I'm just tired or maybe just, Mm -hmm. it looks awful out and I don't, I don't want to go out in that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but in the meantime, there's, it's sort of this double-edged sword where, where like, I don't feel like going out, but then I also don't feel the sense of, have I earned this? Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You have to like, you have to give yourself permission to relax, but that's the hardest thing to do. Yeah. Just like, no, it's cool. You can totally just blow a day or two. Like, the world's not coming to an end. Uh, there was, I think, was it Van Jones who said this? And he was talking more in regards to, um, like, political activism and his work as Obama's energy secretary and then transitioning out of that. But he was saying just, like, sometimes you have to, like, take time for yourself so that when you show up, you can show up at 100%. Yeah. And okay. S- and so, like, you have to give yourself that permission no, no matter what it's about to be like yeah i'm gonna take a breather because no matter what i go back to i'll be able to actually bring myself to it okay um maybe that sentiment is i yeah, think yeah, what yeah, he was yeah. trying to communicate but um it's so hard to just like put the brakes on for a day or an hour and then like a lot of times even if you do you'll still like guilt trip yourself and be like oh i shouldn't have done this or like i shouldn't have watched that show i'd i'd wanted to watch forever right. yeah <laughs> or shouldn't have gone to that movie or you know whatever um yeah <laughs> life's weird <laughs> <laughs> that's that's there we go <laughs> 
but that's, life is that's, weird. That's you been heard my it. Week. You heard it on the Sprocket <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Who was, who was it that said the we're we're doing like a partial Guthrie and Aaron shoot the shit episode right now? Right. Right. Um, I think it was Nation who okay said there yeah. should be more of these. Well, there now, you go. Now you've got them. We got the teaser. <laughs> so no, it's but life's been good. It's been a whirlwind of a week, and yeah. um, like at this point, I just kind of look out to like June fifteenth, and I'm like, ah. You will be able to take time around then. Right. Chances are I'll do it before then. But um, maybe that's what it feels like looking down the barrel of it. <laughs> it in a good way. Just, yeah, <laughs> life's weird. <laughs> um, should we try to call our the rest of our team? Yeah, and let's do it. This out? Yeah, okay. speaking of taking some time for yourself, I'm going to look forward to taking some time for Lads 500 this weekend. So we'll start with Brock. And then I'll try to, um, so in Mackner's David is also on our team. Yeah. And, campsite. Uh, he said <laughs> the person after campsite actually, but, yes, but, but campsite <laughs> Mackner's David, because <laughs> there wasn't a comma the first time I read it. <laughs> oh, oh yes. You're right. Wait. Oh, did you? Yes. Never mind. I'm making the, I'm connecting the dots now <laughs> and I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> it's yeah. I'm. Very excited to see Mackner's David. Hello. Brock. You're hey. not the Sprocket voicemail. Good good evening. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right, thanks. I'm live, aren't I? You are you are live with the Sprocket Podcast. You are okay, actually the third person we've talked to on the phone this evening. Oh nice. So we're not gonna do a conference call, it's just you and me. Um. Well, no, we could we could do a co- and and Guthrie's here too. Hello. Hey, hey. No, no, we can do a conference call. We just we just finished a conference call earlier uh, with my nice. niece and Guthrie's sister. Oh, this could be a good episode. Um. Yeah, that might actually be bonus content, or or <laughs> or after the episode. But um, we're talking about the lads five hundred here. Fabulous! I'm looking forward to it. Yes, and um. Sure. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just curious. Uh, I remember a couple episodes ago, Brian the Unifiber said that uh, it was incumbent upon me to ride my tall bike, but it was my responsibility to keep Portland weird. Is that, in fact, the case? Should I bring the tall bike? Please bring the tall bike. Oh, okay. okay. All right. If, if you don't good. ride it, I'll, I'll, I will. I'll do the weird laps. <laughs> you, yes, you get to keep it weird for the rest of us. We'll, we'll slap one keep it weird sticker on the tall bike for each lap. Wait, should we just have like like a hodgepodge of... Of different bikes, like and a unicycle. I could bring, I could bring the Pugsley or the mini bike. Oh, do the mini bike, yeah. We do like a Zubom represent. Do yeah. it, okay. I mean, I'm sure there'll be like other mini bikes there, but there's or a Lads bomb. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just like coast one one uh, one lap. We could or bring like a. Zoo lads. Uh, are you or allowed no, no, to tell people? Yeah, zoo lads. Hey, say it again. Are you allowed to? Uh, t- like, oh, sorry. After you, Brock. No, after you. I, I was just saying something I already said. <laughs> That's okay. I, I did. I don't know the rules. I was curious if you were allowed to tow people, which might make the oh. mini bike that much more doable. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Well, the question was about whether uh, laps with multiple people counts because uh. Uh, Armando's going to bring the triple tandem. And I was wondering if it counts for like three laps every time he goes around. That would be a strat. I, I think the consensus is no. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense though. 
One vote per person. Yeah, and I think, uh, Aaron, you were a passenger on a couple cargo bikes last year when we recorded, right? And I think they didn't count those as bonus laps, but you weren't pedaling either, so they I don't were, know. I'm just thinking people pedaling. They were counted as laps for the team who was biking, but we didn't count them as our laps. Oh, right. Mm. Like, team Sprocket could scoop up a bunch of laps by riding on other people. <laughs> by getting PJ to, like, cart me around? Yeah. <laughs> I want to right. see him who accomplishes laps by riding on other people's bikes. <laughs> you just have... That's it. That's our team. We don't bring any bikes. We just ride on other people's, like, as passengers, though. <laughs> And according to the rules, like if if it's funny, it's not cheating. Or what? Cheating is allowed if it's funny. That's so long it. as it's Ooh. funny, I we could be onto something. I do like this rule. Yes, it's that or the five hundred person team. There. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we could get five hundred people to do one lap concurrently, we would win. Like Easily. simultaneously, how cool would that be? Of course, getting five hundred people in that space at one point in time would be uh, pretty difficult. Too bad Uber. How many people do you think are there at once? Hmm. Um, I'm sure it's over a hundred. I don't think we've reached two hundred yet. Okay, so there, yeah, there haven't been five hundred people at Lads simultaneously yet. That'd be a so. big ask. Yeah, hmm. I think I think the uh, Parks Department might have a few things to say about that. Probably like, whoa, that's to, yeah. so cool. You guys should do that more often. Yes. That's often what Portland says when people try to do cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, let's see if we can get Magner David in on this call. <laughs> Hold on. Very good. Very good. Was... Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I think we, what, did we say we've got, um, we've got Magner David, yep. we've got me, and we've got Adele, and of course, you, Illustrious too, and Cyrus. Dennis is going to show up and he'll make appearances. He won't be on the course or okay. he won't be on, on the circle. I wasn't sure how, how that was going to play. And I wasn't no, sure if I was He will be gonna... there cheering on all of the laps. Awesome. Yeah, who? All right. Stay on the line here. We're going to try to get Mac Nurse David. Uh, okay. Oh, did was that Cyrus I heard in the background? There? Sounded like. Sounded like it. Merge calls. Oh, sweet. He, he reached in so far. Uh, I'll leave him a message. Please leave your name and number, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Hi, there, my David. name is Guthrie. And my phone number is 503-847-9774. For half a second, I thought you were going to, like, rattle off your real number. I got really concerned. <laughs> Joke's on you. That's my real number. Did you say 503-847-9774? I believe that's what he said. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think everyone should call that. No joke. We're, we're going to edit that, right? <laughs> Mac Nurse David, thank you for joining Team Sprocket for the Lads 500. Um, we haven't thought of a costume or uniform yet, but well, I think it was just looking good, feeling good, right? Okay. Look good. Feel good. Nice. <laughs> that sounds great. I can do that. Be dapper. I I can do that. I might Should even wear ties? a bow tie. Nice. Wait, I, did I wear a bow tie last year, Brock? 
I thought you wore the red tie. I thought we all did, but I'm not sure. Okay. I don't remember at this point. I have to go back and look. Uh, I don't want to do a bow tie again. All right. Well, let's check for sure. I'll, I'll <laughs> consult the record because I, I can tell you definitively. I know I have pictures. Okay. Hey, you know, we're still, uh, we still are leaving this as a voicemail for Matt oh, and yeah. Steve. Yeah, but it's going to be a great voicemail. Let's, let's stay on, yeah. Oh, I think so, because I have yeah. no idea how to end that call without <laughs> hanging up on both of you. <laughs> so, oh, no. So this is just going to <laughs> keep rolling. Would you like to talk to uh, the fifth member of Team Sprocket? Yeah. I would love to. Hang on. Oh, I thought Cyrus. <laughs> would you like to speak to We already heard Cyrus, though. Just a brief thing, like, uh, yeah, it didn't stop it through uh, this weekend. <laughs> You're on air. Hey, I'm so excited <laughs> for this weekend. Hey, Adele. Thanks for joining Hi, Team Aaron. Sprocket Podcast. Team Sprocket. <laughs> cool, yeah. Uh, I, I missed it last year, so I'm really excited to join in this time around. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. You, you okay. Were- you were a little busy last year. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I was uh I was I was busy kicking my butt in the oven. Now he's out. So I think he's gonna cheer us on too from the sideline. Yay. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um cool. Should I get the phone back to back sure. to <laughs> Thanks, Adele. Okay, cool. Cool. See you guys soon. Bye. All right. I am helping Adele by turning Game of Thrones back on for her. <laughs> <laughs> there are only so you're, many things you can do when you're holding a baby. Hey, you're you're a great husband. Very supportive. You know, I do what I can. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, I should let you guys get to your uh, the rest of your recording, right? But I, I will. Should I disclose? You tell me if this is too much information. But you know how, like, you get home from work and you've been wearing your work clothes, and you're like, you know, I'm going to change into something more comfortable. I'm going to feel like relaxed at home. So when I got home, I uh, I took off my pants, and then the phone too rang. Too much information. So <laughs> as soon as I hang up the phone, I'll be putting on pants. Ah, okay. But com- more comfortable ones. Not enough information. <laughs> really, really comfortable pants. We'll just, uh, yeah. We'll, Adequate that's, information. That's great. Wonderful. I think, yes, that, I is, think- that is just enough information. Everybody's already seen you naked anyways. So Right, right. Hey, um, I... I was going to say, I think, Aaron, I may have shared this with you, but the ironic thing is that I didn't used to think that tight pants were comfortable. And I think because of your influence, I actually feel much more at home in tight pants than I do in loose-fitting pants. Aren't they? Yes. Yeah, weird. Weird, isn't it? Um, I have reached hope- the maximum time permitted for recording your message. <laughs> hey, we got to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did it. Woo. To listen to your message, Team press G- 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 and re-record. Three. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll see you later. All right. See you, Brock. Thanks, Brock. You still there? <laughs> I hope that not anymore. That leaves the whole thing. I really hope oh. that leaves the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, so um, next up, you will be getting some audio from the site itself, the event itself. Uh, We've, I think we've done as much strategy as we can, we can do, right? Any, yes. Any other thoughts, concerns? Well, seeing as people probably won't hear this 
until after the Lads 500. It makes no Certainly. sense to pitch for a unicycle. But at the same time, if you have a unicycle... <laughs> well, just in general, if you have a unicycle, get in touch with us. And oh, then, they're so you fun. Know, we, can get, we can get Guthrie on a unicycle. Yeah, I was trying to pull up a website. There will be unicycles there, by the way. I hope so. I'm I'm going to like sincerely hit up some people to for some ride time. Uh I was I was pulling up a site which uh was once a site and then wasn't and then once again is a site to see if they had any unicycles. But it's failing to load in the studio, so maybe I'll do that when I get home. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I'm excited. It I don't any ride concerns? Wise, it feels like for things that aren't, you know, weekly or monthly. Um, this is kind of the kickoff, like, hey, get ready, ride season is coming. So before there was Lads 500, I would always say the opening, like, salvo, uh, the opening shots fired for bike fun was always filmed by bike. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, Lads 500 sort of precedes that, but I would still group both of those because they're, like, April events. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's coming. Here we go. We're Here gonna we have go. like this huge like boom bike fun boom, and then like maybe a little bit of dip in May, just mm-hmm. a little bit. But but now you get it. You get it both months because you get lads five hundred in April, and and now filmed by bikes in May. Exactly. So we're just it's th- double it's boom. lining out the drip. You get a yes. little drip every month, um, and that is to say full. Uh, enjoyment and appreciation to our weekly and monthly rides here in town. Oh, as well. most definitely. But it's like I don't mean to leave anybody out of the party. In fact, oh, I don't. We, I we don't have, think. We I have, don't think so. Okay. I don't think that means <laughs> that means that at all. I'm like, what? Mutually exclusive? That's not something. But like, <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, we have some fun rides. In fact, that are to be announced during this very episode. Yes. Um. So, but, oh, wh- okay. when you hear us next, you'll hear us reporting. From the field, from the trenches, live, from the curb. Yeah. Is there anything we should put on the record for before the thing starts? Um, only cheaters win. Okay. Because it's funny. It would cheat. I can never remember. It's funny. Uh, cheating is allowed if it's funny. Yes. Okay. Cheating is allowed and encouraged as long as it's funny. Okay. But you can't repeat a previous year. So that's like whenever I'm telling people about this ride, I tell them about the belligerente rule. Okay. Um, and the I forget the other the other guy who Nathan Jones. Nathan rule, Jones yes. rule. Right. Yeah. Right. Which yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him for a couple of years. I know he's around, but I don't know. I guess you can't you can't like ride thousands of miles forever. Well, you can, but eventually something has to change. Eventually something has to change. 
All right, so you're gonna be our first. Uh, you're gonna be our first rider. Sure. How many laps you want to do to start? Just, I'll just do a nice round. Let's see. What is it? We have to tra- we have to do ten times, right? Ten swaps, right? We, so we at usually least. Usually been doing twenty laps each. I think. Was that how we was did that it what it was? It might have, I thought we did like fifty, but we could do. I could do fifty. I think it depends on how you feel, like what you want to. Ooh, look at this. I know. So it's Team Elliptigo is here nice. this year, and oh, the Kool Aid Man, because it's a red Elliptigo. The Elliptigo is such uh, such a nutty machine because it's not... I, I was talking to somebody from that team, and they were saying that they have also standing bikes is made by Elliptigo now. Like, they have, instead of the Elliptigo, which is like an elliptical machine on wheels, the uh, the other one. Is that a bike and a big, huge truck? That's funny, kind of. Is that how they got here for... I mean, they got the bike plates. To be I mean, honest, that's how I got. That's how I got here. I had to put my bike in the back of the truck to, because I had to drop the kids off. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Uh, Call me a cynic. I'm yeah. about to say hor- horribly offensive things to anybody, probably who who drives. Right. I figured the last two. I figured the last two years I rode all the way from my house to here before I did the ride. So yeah, I've I've, I've paid my dues. Yeah, you have. You have. It's true. <laughs> that is a sweet chopper. Bike. It really is. That's I what like that a fat tire bike. back and twenty inch tire front. It's like a Captain America bike. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, is that the, um, this team's motif is kind of like, uh, like weird bikes only, except they also have a couple standard bikes. I was about to say, they, they've all got, uh, uh, alternate size tires, but they don't. Yeah. They got one, but they got the penny farthing. (laughs) So I'm wearing my weird Portland United pin this morning on my lapel. (laughs) Because this is the sort of thing. I, I'm curious if the Unipiper would make a showing today or not. We'll find out. I missed that. I didn't. Has that episode dropped? I missed that episode. Uh, yeah, that was what? Three weeks back now that we had the Unipiper in? You know, it's funny. Ish. Now that I drive yeah. for work, I don't have time to listen to podcasts like oh, I used to. So you don't it pipe them into your... Uh, well, I guess you drive well, so like a shorter... I, get, I drive like... Because they try to put us in the same area. So. Yeah. Um, and if I listen on the way to work and on the way home, then I don't get to hear the news, which means that I'm an, I end up being one of the ignorant masses. <laughs> so, so is your is your queue getting huge, or have you just like abandoned ship? I ha- it's it's still growing. I haven't okay. decided yet. I trimmed it down, but it stinks because I miss my friends. You know, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't bring enough clothes. Coffee. I got a jacket. All right. I have another jacket. Okay. I'm not I have to leave and come back, too. So. 9.53 by my watch. What does the internet machine say? The internet machine is usually 9:53. right. 9.53. Sweet. Okay. That means my watch matches the internet machine. That does. It means that I need to fix my watch. Greenwich time. Greenwich mean time? <laughs> Can it be Greenwich kind's time? Sure. I'm into it. Uh, let's see. We should write our laps on something. I didn't. I didn't bring the notebook. I feel bad. Do you have yours by chance? If you don't, I've got something I can. Oh, hey, look at Guthrie. Oh, look at that. So we last year Guthrie, we did a, like a rotation where like you'd. We should figure out like the person who's counting. I guess what should be the person who. Nice. You got last year's sticker on it. Should be the person on deck. All right. I was gonna say, does that work? Because then you're ready. But then you're if you're counting, then you can't like get your bike ready. So you should be the person in the hole. Person in the hole. But this doesn't work with water-based pens. Ah. Uh, uh, right in the rain. It's well, it's the field notes. It's like the same kind of paper they use for um, 
It's by a company named Ubo, I okay. think, and they do uh, they do like labels for uh, bottles, like spray uh, bottles and things. The peel off labels that you can use. Yeah. So, uh, field notes um, got with them, and then my little pocket pen. So you have an oil based ink. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would think that's quite I don't know the who's code. Who's gonna be the keeper of the? Um, let's see. So you said you're gonna count first. All right. So yeah, I would think maybe like you'd get off the bike and. Uh, I think it should be somebody who's not either coming or going. Is it the person who's writing going to be shouting out the lap number like we've been doing? Or I gonna... think that's a good idea. But I could also leave it up to. Up to discretion, right? Like, I mean, if you're if you can't bike well and concentrate and also keep track, I couldn't. I know. Nine fifty-seven, three minutes. Um, so Guthrie, the the pit is over here, and that's where you're supposed to start and end your laps. Okay. Um, which means uh, if you're not starting or ending, you should probably stay clear of the pit. Okay. Uh, that said, I mean, most the, all, the basic rule is just don't be a dick, right? So <laughs> nobody should get hurt today. Yeah. Um, that being said, some people will probably get hurt today. I think there was, like, one pretty significant collision last year. Oh, yeah? And it was, like, I, I forget exactly what happened. It was, like, somebody was crossing the street, and I don't know that fault was determined. I'm not interested in determining fault necessarily. I think, like... As long as everybody's watching, I just got to be aware that some people will try to cross the street and not know what's going on. Gotcha. Anyways, pit's over there, and the line is out across, and so that's kind of the lap marker there. Okay. Um, but we can count from here is fine? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else? I bought a shit ton of bananas, so help yourself. Are you starting off, Aqua? Uh, yeah. I don't see anybody else. Are you uh, team self? Okay, <laughs> you got a you got a crew. Yeah, cool, cool. Eventually. Oh, good. It's gonna rain. Yeah, you're always welcome to tag on to Team Sprocket if you'd like. That's right. Well, I was trying to find in the in the uh, the rules. I don't think there's a maximum team size. I okay. thought there was, but I I couldn't find it. Okay, I'll have to do some more research. I could just ask David, I guess, but he's busy enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I wonder if there are stickers this year. There are patches. I just got mine. Okay. Also, binder clips are the new safety pins. Nice. <laughs> it makes but, it modular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, we're going to do Sweet. Let's just do 25 laps each. 50 is pretty ambitious. I guess we could, like, I don't know. I guess we could tap out whenever we want to. Yeah, exactly. If you're not feeling it. Don't feel good. Right. That's it. It's up on 33rd of the Yeah. Jimmy actually was kind enough to drive by there. This is Aaron of the Sprocket Podcast. The Lads 500 is well underway. And I'm on hold with my bank because I lost my wallet. And David Nevis on Team Sprocket Podcast is going first. He is on his fifth lap already, breaking records, doing five laps, breaking records. 
One thing I will put on the record is that. I don't think you ever see this many smiling bicyclists in Portland. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of smiling bicyclists in Portland, maybe more so than in any, any other place, I would argue. But so many of the people here are having such a good time. And that's because it's something stupid. There's something about doing something stupid that makes you smile. That's right. The best response to adversity is absurdity. <laughs> response to the adversity of our rainy uh, winters is the absurdity of this spring event. It's spring. Let's do something stupid. What the hell are you doing, man? Hey, it's a belligerente. I like that they're still here. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Aqua. How's it feel? How many did you do and, and how do you feel now? Um, I only did 21, but go. feel good. Blackjack. Yeah. Well done. It's better than starting off really crazy and then hurting yeah. for the rest of the day. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the rest of your team? Are they here? Yeah, two Sweet. people showed up. Excellent. One's doing laps right now. The other one's finding a spot. We're doing, we're doing pretty well so far. You got this. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Congratulations. Competitor, listener, all-around great guy, Patrick Muck. How are you feeling? I'm feeling... I just got here, so I'm feeling good. You ready to race? Yeah, of course. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> you probably will. <laughs> I brought the Mischief bike today. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I bought the uh, X01 that... Uh, oh, the, your uh, Bridgestone. Uh, my Bridgestone, yeah. Yes. Yeah, by the way, uh, uh, Rich, is, Rich Walker from Canton Cycle is going to get it to on Tuesday. Oh, he's going to buy it from you? Yeah, yeah, because I have a baby, so I got to have to clear out my collection. So... Plus one baby, minus one bike. Minus two bikes. I sold Min- one today. Oh, you sold... Wait, which did you sell? Big dummy. You had a big dummy? I have a big dummy. You're supposed to carry the baby on the big dummy. Yeah, well, it became my wife, and it was really slow, so I'm like, ah, I gotta have, to have an electric one. Right on. Yeah. Good cool. to see you, man. Yeah, I'll see yeah. you out on the track. Yeah, which one is the craziest bike you see today? Craziest I've seen today. Oh, that shit, one. there's a Brompton. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yes, yeah, the unicorn. Oh, he's a unicorn. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you out there. I see you out there. Team Sprocket Podcast has now reached 100 laps. 100 laps. And there goes Joe Kermaski coming out hot. And Guthrie is in a heavy-ass fluorescent jacket. He's looking kind of miserable already at two laps. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, no. I left a banana on the side of the road at about... Lap 70, I'm going to cross and try to find it as soon as traffic breaks. And there goes Guthrie with eight laps. 108. All right, here I come. Crossing the road. Now i got to find where my banana went. That's not a euphemism at all. I had a banana, and I dropped it around here somewhere. So when I was riding... I threw this banana because I couldn't eat while riding. And I thought one of my friends was going to grab it. Uh, but instead, I just got scolded for littering. So, hey, there's there's my banana. And, hey, it doesn't, doesn't look too bad. I think I'll just eat it right now. All right. Hey. 
So we are here with Shimron George. Shimron George, and you are now the proud owner of a Brompton um, M6L. Brompton M6L. M6L. Is this your first Brompton? This is my first Brompton. And have you been eyeing Bromptons for a while, or was it sort of like a impromptu? I've been uh, eyeing Bromptons for quite some time. Um, one of the things I was always worried about was uh, um, taking my bike, because I have some nice bikes that I like, and uh, putting it outside or places where I didn't know there was guaranteed or secure bike parking. And, um, you know, oftentimes I would just drive because I'd be so worried about p- keeping my bike out for extended periods of time. And this Brompton really solves that problem of being able to take my bike, increase my obi- mobility by going downtown or certain other busy, highly trafficked areas. Um, I can just fold it down and put it into a bag and carry it with me. And it's just been an excellent... Oh, it looks like we got a stoppage here. What's going on? Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It was just uh, just some conflict with a uh, motor vehicle. Nothing nothing new here. Nothing new. <laughs> yeah, so I really recommend it. It's a surprisingly nimble. It folds down really small. It gets, honestly, with I only use three of the six gears I have, but like they get me up like everything like i live at the top of the uh, hill going up the harrison street bike lane oh okay so yeah. i mean i can just uh just drop into low and kind of just <laughs> pedal up it and i haven't taken it up Tabor yet that's my major challenge next, but like um you know like th- and he's he's flying in out he's flying out tonight yeah are you are you taking it with you on the flight yeah yeah i'll take it out with me you know um I'm not going to put it into carry-on. I haven't, and I got to push my luck there. And I also got clothes oh, yeah. to put in, but like I'll just take it with me. And it's nice. Um, I've shipped bikes across uh, all over, and I've been paid dinged pretty heavy. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, it's actually really uh, airline dependent, um, but I have. Which one I, are I you flying today? I'm um, flying Delta. Delta. Ooh. They're they're all right. They're, they're all right. I kind of have to say that I'm a company man. <laughs> I love Delta for what it's worth, but like, anyway, I. Yeah, Once you get into Minnesota, they're really good. Yeah, that's why I'm flying to Minneapolis. Oh, really? There. Yeah. Nice. We'll talk out in a second. <laughs> yeah. uh, Minneapolis to New York is just like a connection, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. But um, so yeah, it's um, you know, I've been dinged like anywhere from like hundred to two hundred dollars. Like even if they don't charge me on the way there, they charge me on the way back, like for oversize on a bike. Oh yeah. So that's the thing I've noticed is coming out of Portland, usually not big of a, not too much problem. Yeah, usually not coming out of Portland, but anywhere else they start. Yeah. And um, so yeah, I mean, it solves a lot of mobility issues. Like I would love to just kind of, um, I want to see about getting away with this on the carry-on, so I don't have to pay for the checked luggage fee. But yeah. Like, well, that works out. Yeah, it's a fantastical. I mean, it's so cleverly designed. Like everything about this. I mean, it's everything you need for the purposes like of getting around town, being able to kind of have portability and mobility with this Brompton. Like, I've really been satisfied. It's uh, really just around town. It's expanded my biking um, range. Like places I would normally not want to bike to, I've been taking it with me, and people have been really supportive about like I can carry this big <laughs> Brompton inside yeah, yeah. and put it in a bag. You know. Nice. Uh, it looks a little awkward. I'm not gonna lie, but like, um, it's fine. Like, no one really, you know, pays mind to it, and it's pretty respectful of like a space, and you're not dragging your dirty bike inside. Right on. Uh, so, real important question: How does it roll around Lad Circle? Oh, it was awesome. You know, <laughs> you can fly around with this thing. How many laps did you end up doing? 
I don't know. I'm probably like 15 now. Right on. Yeah. Right on. 15, 20. Like, but I could do more on this thing. It's yeah. pretty, uh, like I said, like it does everything a normal bike will do. Like, I might have to put a little bit more um, work into it, but you can you can get everywhere anywhere with it. So cool. Well, thanks for thanks for interviewing with yeah, us. Thank you very we'll much. See, say your name one more time. Shimron George. Shimron George with the Brompton. Thank you so much. I noticed you guys riding the unicycle there. Yeah. Um, out of curiosity. You ride? I do. You want to take would, first spin? Would that be okay? Yeah. Um, we have uh, somebody doing a 25 lapper, so I might do 25 if that's okay with you. Right there. Cool. Uh, yeah. So swell. Hit it. Hit it. Awesome. I got a bruised knee, so it's hard for me. To oh, ride right I'm now. sorry. You were out there though. You... Oh, yeah, I was yeah, riding he... it. I didn't even think I was going to even going to no, go ride. No, he didn't even want to ride at all. Oh, okay. Well, I'd love to do it some justice I for you. Knee up on other bikes, yeah. so I was like, okay, all right. Okay. Cool. Right Sweet. Oh, Get thank you so much. All right, we'll do. We're your we're your camp right next door, so I'll bring it back for sure. <laughs> thank you so much. You go without a gear. I know, right? 36. I, is it, so it 36. is the 36. Yeah, okay, 36. I couldn't tell if it was maybe yeah. 32 there. I used to commute on a 36 yeah. for about two years, so I'm, um, it's been a while, but hopefully yeah. I'll do okay. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much. No fenders. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. I got rain pants. So, team poopy, poopy ass. I was about to say poopy pants. Team no, no, no. Poopy ass. Yeah, team uh, poopy ass. I'm a one-woman Crohn's and colitis awareness team. I came out here to do as many laps as I could handle before my body called it a day. Uh, and how many is that? I did 69 laps in an hour. I think that's pretty good. I think I'm tired now, and I'm going home to take a nap. <laughs> and you still have to bike home. Yeah, right. Um, I'm Beth, and I love this event, and... Um, I love this event because it's all kinds of bikes and all kinds of riders and all ages, and it's just it's just the most fun, pleasant, enjoyable celebration of the bike yes. in town. And I, I come every year, and I'm so glad this event exists. Yeah. Um, talk about Cronies Unite real quick. So I have Crohn's disease. I've had it since I was about six or seven years old was when I started having symptoms. Crohn's disease is an autoimmune disorder that affects your body's ability to digest food easily. And people with Crohn's tend to have to go to the bathroom a whole lot more than the rest of the human race. Hence the name. And, um, and I, uh, I decided not to be ashamed of it or embarrassed by it because pooping is something we all do. I just do more of it. I believe there's a book about it. You know, right, there's several. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. Let's just say that in my life, I've become such a connoisseur of bathroom tile that if Ann Sachs Tile Shop were still open, I'd go apply for a job. <laughs> and you'd be able to, like, to like name oh, the models and makes of each I one. I would become an expert in bathroom tile. <laughs> that could be a goal for my next life. So, trying to raise awareness for people with Crohn's? I'm trying to say that Crohn's and colitis are nothing to be ashamed of. They are, they are diseases of the autoimmune system, so they're, they're, they're systemic, and other issues may be at play. Lots of people with Crohn's also have rheumatoid arthritis, or they have IBS, which is another intestinal issue. And IBS seems like something a lot of people it's tend true. to deal with. IBS, is, IBS can be managed to some extent with diet. Crohn's cannot. Okay. Um, Crohn's, generally, when you have moderate to severe Crohn's, you need 
medical help and medical medication. Um, the one thing is that we know so much more about these diseases than we did 40 years ago um, that now we have more ways to make life manageable. Um, right on. I just turned 56, and I'm out here riding a bike around in circles because I still can. And right on. Thank goodness yeah. for that. But also to just encourage other people who live with this to say, you need to advocate for yourself. If you work in an office where your desk is the farthest away from the bathroom, talk to your manager and ask for a change. If you need time off for medical treatments, you need to self-advocate because these, these, not everybody knows about Crohn's. Sure. So, but a lot of people have it. Almost 2 million people have j- just have Crohn's in this country. Not including colitis, IBS, or anything. Uh, yeah, those get added in. Yep. And so just the fact that, you know, you can live a fun life with... <laughs> I would say you're pretty testament to that. You can live a fun life with these, imi- li- with these limitations and just listen to your body and advocate for yourself and ask your friends not to be embarrassed if you have to go to the bathroom <laughs> again. Right on. Well, thank just the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm thank really you. glad to see you Thank here, you so Aaron. much. Yeah, thank you Thank you. Okay. Whoops. That's that was okay. already rolling. Okay, now here we go. How many laps did you just finish? Uh, we're doing batches of 25 this year, whereas last year I did 30 at a time. And how does that change your strategy? I think I'm able to count better. I did a lot of extra laps last year, but 25 and all on my single speed, I can like keep up with the counting. Oh, you're running single speed this time around. Yeah. Last year, I couldn't decide on which bike to bring. So I brought my cargo bike and my single speed and my folding bike and my longboard. Um, but I'm hoping to do everything on my single speed this year. So you only brought your single speed. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I brought... No, 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 no. Maddie, Maddie Carlson never rides with just one bike. Well, I carried my single speed in my cargo trailer using my Surly Straggler because I needed to bring a canopy and four folding chairs and a whole bunch of beer and a change of clothing... Um, I mean, the beer is for decoration because we wouldn't drink that in a public park. Not at all. Right, right, right. It's for other people to bring home after the race so I don't have to carry the weight back home. Yes, 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 yes. I'm just drinking water. (laughs) I am, I am, because I'm serious this year. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to to ask you about that. So, So last year was just take it easy, but you're serious this year. What does serious mean? Oh, okay, so last year I was on a team of 10, and we did 30 laps each, so... I didn't do a whole bunch of laps. I did like 60 extra laps on my cargo bike carrying photographers and my favorite podcaster. Um, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> but this year I'm doing half of the race. So it's just me and Joe Kermasking. We're splitting it in half. So we're going as fast as we can. And I'm also, um, I might not be dressed aerodynamically, but I'm dressed fancy. You are quite fancy. Yes, I like the... Uh the bow that you got yeah it's a thrift store prom dress and i put my hair in an updo so i mean the real victim of the weather today is my hair Um, yeah yeah i might i might just quit if my hair falls down i'm i'm forfeiting (laughs) Um. race is over hair is ruined but yeah we're 300 laps in um out of 500 yeah that's really good we just broke our team just broke 200 like maybe five minutes ago so yeah i think the transitions might be what slow it down so like a two-person team and 25 at a time i think it's just enough to keep it going i just put my speaker on and that's helping me go faster i made the mistake of taking one of those roll hand ups and they're really dry. Oh, it took me all 25 laps to eat it. This. Don't, don't take the rolls. <laughs> no, don't take the rolls, everybody. Um, and also worse, I missed the hand up. So some other guy got it for me. 
and gave it to me. He brought it up oh. to me, so then I really had to eat it. Yeah, yeah, you had to eat out of guilt yeah. then. Yeah, I knew one bite in. It was a bad idea, but I couldn't toss it. I couldn't shove it down my prom right, dress. Right, you don't have... You don't have pockets. No, I don't have pockets, but I do have like a roomy prom dress to shove things in if I need to. <laughs> I can't wait to see you like pull out an energy bar or something. Oh, yeah, I, might, I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, good luck out there. Cool. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Soleil with uh, the Corvidae Bike Club. Corvidae Bike Club. What else? You're involved in something else too, right? Uh, yeah, I work in uh, cannabis. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. So there's that. Any other bikey group though? Is there another? Uh, no, no. Not okay, really. that's just the... just the bikes. Kaka! So Corvidae is here. Yes, we are here, and uh, I think Alex is on his swing bike right now. I noticed. Can you describe what kinds of bikes are on the course for you right now? <laughs> I have a bright yellow uh, speedy speedy bumblebee bike. It's cute. And then uh, Scotty's got his gigantic new blue bike. It's a brand new mountain bike. Those are big uh, tires. They are huge. And uh, Chris has got that tiny little uh, skinny road bike, and Lex is on a swing bike that he built last night. And I saw he built it just last night? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did the weld last week and then did some more welds uh, all day working on it, trying to finish it for today. I'm jealous of people who can weld bikes just on the fly. I've still never done it, but I'm excited about that. So you have one swing bike in representation. Yeah, absolutely. How yeah. many laps has your team done at this point? Um, I want to say we have completed 300 so far. Cool. Congratulations. That's more than halfway there. <laughs> We're almost there. Anything else exciting to note? Uh, there is a Corvidae ride tomorrow ah. at Peninsula Park. By the time people hear this, that will have been like three days ago or Sorry. more. <laughs> okay, so next month, the second Sunday, we're doing uh, an early pupper palooza. So it's going to be animal friendly. Bring your cats, your dogs, um, dress up like an animal. It's going to be rad. Perfect. Thank you. Of course. Can you introduce yourself and Team Elliptico? Yeah, hi. Uh, my name is Emily Johnson. Uh, I'm the captain of Team Elliptigo. And Elliptigo is the uh, elliptical machine on two wheels. Correct. We're riding on the ARC-8 model, um, kind of the poor man's version of the Elliptigo. Okay. Oh, so it's not a brand name, but it's like a generic... No, it's it's brand name. It's just a cheaper model. Okay, but not made by Elliptigo, like the Elliptigo. It's no, like it, a, it, it's it's made by. It is okay. All right, I got you. So it's like it's a different model than usual. Yes. Okay. Uh, how has your team done so far today? Um, right now we're at least at 260 laps, so uh, we're doing pretty great, and we got lots of volunteers uh, who are interested in riding it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't come by to ride it myself yet, but you've got uh, how many of them are there? Uh, we've we've got three people on the team. Okay, fabulous. And uh, are you are you comprised of solely elliptigos, or is there something else that uh, that makes? Is there another bike in the mix? No, we're just all riding my elliptigo. Committing to it, I'm I'm proud of that. Uh, can you give your assessment of the event today? Uh, it's rainy, uh, it but it, everyone's having a good time. Uh, lots of food around, lots of biscuits and candy. It's it's all great. Very good. Is there anything besides the elliptigo that distinguishes your team today? Uh, no, that that's it. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Did you bring your canopy or no? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> your hands are cold, man. Yeah, they're a little bit uh, numb. Yeah. Did you have gloves on during the ride, or are you uh, you're totally bare? Totally bare. Okay. Um, the the thing that catapulted me into numbness was riding Ben's scooter. Okay, can you introduce yourself for the tape, and uh, what are you riding? It's Eric Iverson, and I'm riding a swing bike and a treadle bike. Treadle bike is what? 
don't know how to describe it. It's like it's like an elliptical bike, but you only push down. You don't go in a like an oval motion. You only push down, push down, push down. It is spring. It's, let's do something stupid. <laughs> Certainly stupid. Have you yeah. ridden it? Uh, I have not yet. I, I probably have to at some point. Yeah, it's like a town bike. It's right there. Do I need special training? Uh, no, you just need to push down. Okay. Don't shift. Don't shift while standing either. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, how is? Can you stand over when you ride it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just not while shifting because the shifting is really clunky, and all of a sudden it'll just the pedal will just drop down. Gotcha. Can you also describe your outfit right now? Yeah, I'm what's uh, described as Florida man. So, uh, sandals, uh, Hawaiian shirt. I hear a lot of news articles about you. Yeah, that, that's all true. It's all me. <laughs> also, I'm noticing new damage in your hand. Yeah, that's from riding the scooter. I'm not sure what happened. Okay. Random scooter accident. Yep. It can't be helped. Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah, those scooters are deadly. Damn scooters. <laughs> all right. So, can you introduce yourself and your crew? Hi, my name's Rachel Pruitt, and I'm here with four of my children and TJ Baxter, the leader of TNR, uh, every Thursday ride at 7.30 at the Salmon Street Fountain. What we have here is three-year-old Alice Nikkei Netherwood on going on her 17th lap. That's incredible. I know. I didn't know she actually could do that. 17 laps. Can you describe the, the ride? Uh, we've got a little red flyer, like one-and-a-half-foot tricycle. Uh-huh. <laughs> At our house, we have a complete circle if you open all the doors. And every day she rides this r- little red tricycle around and around. Perfect. So we've been training for this for two years. Yeah. And we're going to take the gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. I don't know if I've got more for you. What that, else do you want to know about that's her? That's pretty much it. How do you feel about her participation in the event? Uh, inspired. Um, committed to whatever it is that she wants to do here we're going as far as she's going that's it that's it well thank you so much thank you wonderful meeting you what's your name pleasure i'm brock brock sprocket podcast or the sprocketpodcast.com this is my husband he does thursday night rides. yeah yeah yeah. it's been a while but it's good to see you yeah uh would you like to go on the record also i love you (laughs) alice say hi say hi put it in her face say hi say hi say what are you You doing you got talking to it hi what are you doing? Safe what bike are you ride. Doing right now? She hates people. Bike uh, ride. It's okay. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine, yeah. That's my other daughter, Violet. Hi, Violet. Yeah, yeah she's killing it. Very good. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for being here today. Thank Happy you. lads. Right. Cool deal. It's I'll, good to I'll, see I'll you. catch out. And you guys have a good session. Absolutely. You guys have good laps. <laughs> Sweet. All right, we're, we're good. Introduce yourself. Tell us about your rig. I'm Corey. Pool and my, I'm riding a skateboard today, and it's wet. Fabulous. I'm cold. Are you folks riding also? Yes, we are. sweet. Absolutely. Introduce. Uh, tell us about your rig. Uh, I'm Autumn King, and I'm also riding a longboard today. Nice. Phil Priestley, also on a longboard. Thank you all for representing. Uh, it's good to know that the boards are here every year. Uh, can you tell me anything notable about this year's event? It's cold. It's wet, and it's fun. Is the wet different? I know, Corey. You said you had to swap some gear. I went to my rainboard because I don't want to ruin my skateboard. What's the difference? Uh, it's a waterproof deck, stainless bearings, and it's slow. There we go. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, anything else that's, I mean, was the water on the ground changed the way that you enjoy the event, the way the event goes for you? Anything about your, your uh, uh, style? I think we're pretty used to skating in the rain. <laughs> you are so. here. 
in Portland. Yeah, it, you know, it doesn't phase us a whole lot. Gotcha. We prefer dry. Sure. But it's Who not bad. It? Absolutely. But, but I, I'm a big wuss, so it makes a big difference for me. Right. I'm like, I want to go home. I, I too am a wuss. Yeah. I will admit to that freely. Yeah, this is, this is, I can't wait for next year's Sunny Lads 500. Sunny Lads. <laughs> It'll happen. Perfect. Uh, Bernie, how are you? Good. You want to go on tape? You. I was trying to find you not on your bike. Okay, I'm not on my bike, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to say hi for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a big dog. Yeah, he rides on my bike with me. Can you tell me about that setup? Uh, he sits in the front in a wooden box and has two straps to hold his harness. And then he sits there and then he's like, it's raining. Why am I doing this? Can you introduce your dog and ha- tell us, describe your dog for us? Uh, he is a 120-pound St. Bernard. That's a large dog. He is gold and white and brown and a little bit of black around his eyes. Okay. He's also a big, lazy loaf who doesn't like exercising. <laughs> Perfect. And, well, this is a good because he gets to ride. Yes. Uh, how's your experience at Lad so far? Good. I didn't race this year because it's just me by myself. All right. You're just here for the event. Yep. Drink beer, eat ice cream, pad thai, and play with my dog. Perfect. Sweet. All right. So describe this one here. Oh, describe it. Uh, it's a penny farthing. It's actually my very first time riding a penny. Uh, very first? Yes. Is this yours or are you borrowing? Uh, borrowing. Okay. Yeah. Because you've got you've got a number of individual bikes, like very unique bikes, but this this is a first for you. Indeed, yeah, yeah, my very first time on a penny ever. Pretty fun. And a penny's fixed, right? So you got to worry about that for sure. Yeah. Um, solid tire. Yep. No air so at all. No air. Um, and probably like not a lot of tread, right? It's pretty slick. Slick is not a problem. Okay. Anything good. with two wheels. Right. Yeah. You got you got your balance points. So That's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I mean the the road is wet today, so that changes it compared to the years, but. Yeah, and it's got a nice, well-worn Brooks built in. Uh, whose is this? Actually, I his name has slipped my mind. Who the hell knows? <laughs> um, one of those bike guys over there. Brakes at all? Your your legs. You are the brakes. That's you right. Yeah. Brakes. You yeah. lean back and you put negative pressure. Yeah. So can you can you describe a couple of your other rigs? Because you got a couple of really unique pieces. Yeah, I have a ten-foot-tall bike here. Right, does it have a name? Uh, a lot of people call it the Crow's Nest okay. or uh, Pac-Man okay. because it has electronic Pac-Man that ah. goes on it. <laughs> and and it yeah, it's it's huge. And uh, you've also got the Tiki, uh, what do you call it? Just the Tiki Bar? Tiki bike? Bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one that has the, uh, the fireball built in? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, there we go. Um, Very important. Can you, did, where'd you get the idea? <laughs> Well, actually, it's been a lot of years of evolution. It started okay. out at Burning Man as a rickshaw that okay. I hand-built, and then it just kind of evolved. It turned into a fire bike and a grill bike, and then we always wanted a tiki bar for our bike prom. Yeah. So uh, there it is. Yeah. And it exists, and it's mobile. And right now, it looks like it. Uh, you can either have it raised or lowered. Is that correct? Like right. it's either in transport mode or sit-down mode? Right. It's on airbags. Okay. So Airbags? Correct. Really? There's automotive airbags. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, you and I were talking on a century, what, we rode with Nathan Jones a couple times uh, way back, like years back now. But uh, you were telling me that you've done some touring, and I think at one point, did you did you take the tall on tour? I've not toured at all, okay. actually. All right. It's it's on the list. Right, right. Things yeah. to do. <laughs> uh, you did break some bones. 
Uh, true. Yes. Uh, I kind of lost count, but uh, okay. the last one was a femur on that okay. tall bike. Right, and that was the tall, the 10-foot. Yeah, okay, the crow's nest. Yeah, that hurt, that, that hurt for a minute. Yar. <laughs> Man, uh, you're, but that was also a couple years ago, so you're back to yeah. back to normal? Yeah, yeah. all is good. Yeah, good. I might not be able to walk straight, but I can ride a bicycle, so I'm completely recovered. Perfect. Uh, any new projects in the in the works? Uh, nothing in the moment. Okay. Yeah, big distractions with building a house and whatnot, but lots on the drawing board. It's just a matter of where we're going to pull the pull the trigger on next. Sweet. Uh, anything notable that's happened today that you noticed? Ooh, that car crash, car versus bicycle, was pretty gnarly. Pretty close uh, really close. Okay. Yeah, and I was, on a, I was on a 10-foot tall bicycle. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully he's all right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, just the nature of this one. There's going to be a few mishaps, but hopefully nothing that anyone ends up at the hospital. Right. It's spring. Let's do something stupid. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for telling me. Oh, yeah. tell me some stuff. We got to get you in for a full interview someday. Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. great. And yeah. uh, I mean, there's always beer. The beer mongers nice. drinks, drinks every every week, or we go in to get them. But you know, so uh, any uh, any apprehension that a microphone might present is quickly distilled by beer. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, good luck. Cool. Good luck yes. on this one. Oh, well, thanks so much. Just one more lap. All right, the elliptical quick world. Set. The elliptical world record is about to come in. The elliptical world record is elliptic about go. elliptic go. The first time we'll ever have a finish on a purely elliptigo team. I think we're all riding like one elliptigo. One elliptigo, multiple riders. They're about to finish. And it's... Oh, my watch doesn't actually tell time. Uh, <laughs> it's got one hand. It's, it's a decorative. It's, oh, it's a one-hand watch. Yeah, I love those. It tells me approximately yeah, what time it is. Yeah. Uh, 3.47 probably when they come in. Right so uh, we got to get the short, but I pay attention to that. Oh, no, totally. But, totally. Uh, it's the last 500. Hey, hey! It's the first time that I've ever sold out of patches, and I made more than I ever have before. I just heard that. I was really surprised. Yeah. So I, I don't have any more. I didn't even get one yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'm going to keep rolling while you, oh, while you welcome absolutely. them in. Oh, that's my cigarette. I shouldn't have grabbed that. <laughs> that is not a pen. You cannot write with this. Uh, team Elliptigo. What yeah. time is it right now? I don't know. I don't have a lot. Oh, it's 347. How many people did last night you counted? Five. And it was 347? Yeah. Congratulations. You have a lot 100 world record. Oh, sorry. You have a lot 100 FKT. Fastest known time for lifty Yep. Awesome. How do you feel about that? I feel fucking amazing. <laughs> this is what I set out to do when I bought this Olympio in January off Christmas. Yep, there it is. There it is. Uh, this is Rocket Podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, okay, I brought, right. came up earlier. And, not, oh, not, you not. got you guys. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Wow. We made it. So. Uh-huh. Woohoo! Congratulations, people. Let's go. Give us SKT fastest known time. Yeah. Give it real goes wrong. <laughs> so real quick, other big differences from last year. Uh, it was the first year that it rained proper. Um, That's true. Uh, it's it, always like, predicted, but it's. Hardly ever like, actually. The first did. year was magnificent. Second year was fine. Last year it rained a little bit, but not really. This year, it, there was a solid period of wetness. It backed off, um, but it's fine. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, this year we have wet laps as the you know like the the winners this year are wet laps. Nobody broke any world records, um, but we had a solo finisher for the. We didn't have a solo finisher last year. He oh. could, uh, finished at two forty two, which didn't is have like a solo finisher last year. Uh, no, the solo team last year they sent two people out. Oh. At the same time, and didn't tell me they were doing not solo. Yeah, like not, not Nathan Jones rule. Like it, it's the Nathan Jones rule is explicit. Um, and what? Uh, but yeah. Oh, Carl's got clothes on again. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good for the kids. Oh, that's good. <laughs> he got his naked lap in, and now he's back. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't think any world records fell this year. Dabby won again because, oh, because Dabby can't count. Um, <laughs> He, he wishes I would stop saying that out loud, but also, Dabby can't count. Um, <laughs> uh, it's good. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, there's two people on two tall bikes, not two people on one tall oh, bike. Oh, yeah, I thought it was like a connected. Well done. Well done, yes. boys. Well done. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you again. Oh, um, always it's, a it's, great it's, event it's, every it's, year. It's almost no work. <laughs> uh, we got a portage on this, this yeah year. well so I, I i wrote to parks and i called parks and rec um and said hey can i have a porta potty and they said yes next year you need a permit well next, they, they were well, you know. really really nice sentence it was yes. uh i'll put i'll give it to you the official if you want to read it on the air but like it was a. Uh, um it seems like a really lovely community event but next year you'll be required to get a permit to comply with city code and okay. okay, turns out that there's a nonprofit organization that exists ex- explicitly for this reason. To get these yeah. permits, uh, all the, right. The, uh, World Naked Bike Ride, fucking Multnomah County Bike Fair, the formerly the Sprockets, like uh, uh, all the shit, like uh, the, the Futel, the free telephones, like it's all under that. That's a pit lane violation. You got to run a lap. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? I had no idea what you were saying, but you're saying my name. Oh, oh. I don't know. You and me. Yeah. T- yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. thanks again. Hey, you know, it's Always a, such a great event. You know, it's, it's just it's just dumb fun. Yes, <laughs> Why not? Don't ever use that. Don't worry, Tim. We will. The second Thursday of every month is the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis. The second Friday of every month, the Boston Bike Party. Also the second Friday of every month, the Indianapolis Bike Party. Also, also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party. Last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party. Every second Sunday of every month here in Portland, the Corvidai Bike Club Ride. And every Saturday morning in April, the Pastry Ride at Perennial Cycle in MSP. That reminds me. We got a little piece of voicemail I'll play that is appropriate to that. Heidi Ho, Sprocketeers. It's your Minneapolis reporter, Andre Johnson, calling from the very first 
uh, perennial pastry ride of the April 30 days of biking season. It's a very Portland-esque day today. We started out in a drizzle, went through a downpour, and now it's just plain raining. But there are 53 of us from age. How old are you, dear? How old are you? Are you three? From three years old up to how old are you, Kurt? About 62? 62. Rock on. And uh, all ages in between. And we're having a blast, and we're up here at Venture North getting pastries, getting coffee, and donating cycle parts to a good cause. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, Andre. Thank you, Andre. Man, that guy is the king of Minneapolis bike. I'm claiming it right here, right now. You heard it first. (laughs) Right here. Next up on the calendar, April 1st through the 30th, the Minneapolis 30 30 Days of Biking is going on. And April 1st through 30th, also in PDX, the Three-Speed Adventure Challenge. More details in the headlines. Uh, In in yesterday's headlines. In yesterday's headlines. headlines. (laughs) Go back and listen to that section. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, April 13th. Which is happening now. You just heard us interviewing and having fun. That was the Lads 500. Hope you did your taxes. And April 16th, it's too late to do your taxes, but there is a morning repeat mini adventure and more in the mail. Yes. From ride leader Maria Schur. Yeah. We have Southeast Cooper and Southeast 52nd Avenue. Cooper is a small neighborhood street between Duke and Flavel. We'll meet out at 54th a few times at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. April 24th, the Sturmy Archer Hub Overhaul Workshop at Golden Pliers at 7 p.m. And May 15th is the Santa Cruz Ride of Silence in memory of friends and loved ones killed by cars, drivers, while riding bikes. Meets at Abbott Square for 6.30 p.m. departure. Greg encourages listeners to seek out Ride of Silence events in your town. Thank you, Greg, for sending that ride. May 17th through 19th is Film by Bike right here in beautiful Portland, Oregon. And May 26th is the P-Town Throwdown 2019, departing from Daddy's Board Shop. And... The new one here, July 20th, is the Gorge Pedal. What is the Gorge Pedal, you might ask? What's the Gorge Pedal, Aaron? It is a bike ride along the Columbia River with the history and the Oregon's historic Columbia River Highway and Trail. Explore the fire, or yeah, explore the fire recovery areas from this 2017. 2017? Yep. Oh my gosh. Right? Like you see it on. a screen and it's all of a sudden just like wow i get yeah it it both seems like not very long ago and so long ago yeah like a decade and a second at the same time (sighs) explore the fire recovery areas from the 2017 eagle creek fire have your wheels follow the footsteps of humans for 10 to fourteen thousand years ago reference to bridge of the gods yeah um so that was brought to us by our good friend, Dr. Z. Yeah. He was on the show a long, long time ago. We should get him back on soon. That'd be great. 
And who knows, one of us or two or three or some number of us. Or five of us. Or a billion of us <laughs> might even be able to make it out to do an on-site I, recording. I would love to do the Gorge Pedal. I It has been way too long since I've been out there, and it was my most favorite Portland ride. One could even say, it's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> That's I shouldn't laugh that hard, but... <laughs> It's it's not that it's that funny, but it just I can't believe I went I for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just took me by surprise. Thank you so much, Guthrie. You're welcome. You're you're a mystery wrapped in an enigma. <laughs> hey, we got some upcoming film by bike date tour dates in Victor, Idaho, May seventeenth, Champaign, Urbana, May twenty ninth. Crested Butte, Colorado, June twenty seventh, Dallas, Texas, June twenty ninth, Detroit. July 12th, Missoula, Montana, September 15th, Bendigo, Australia, October 4th, Akron, Ohio, November 3rd. Yeah. To the real Akron. Woohoo. And the Miles of Portraits team will be taking the tour to REI to the southwest if you've not seen them, but around April, well, that has passed. May 4th, wow. you are in Santa Fe, New Mexico. May 11th, you're near Albuquerque, New Mexico. Go check it out. They're riding their bikes 2,000 miles from L.A. to Santa Fe and taking the southwest by storm. Yes. I hope they find some dust doubles to play in. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's been a long time since we got a voicemail from uh, Andrew and Patty. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they're up to. They were at the Gulf of Mexico last I saw. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to solicit a phone call from them, but not tonight. What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. I like my bike, it's fast. It circles around the city lights. Pedal just as fast as we can into the morning light. Pedal just as fast as we can into the daylight. From the Daily Mail, international bicycle tourist finds kitten on tour and takes it with him. Dean Nicholson, 31, from Dunbar, adopted a stray kitten, Nala, while in Bosnia. The friendly feline now sits in the front basket of his bike as they travel the world. Mr. Nicholson cycled through Belgium, Greece, Switzerland, and Italy before adopting the cat in Bosnia. Have you seen this video, by the way? Hashtag cycle cat. <laughs> I haven't, uh, oh, but okay. that's wonderful. I, I don't know if I can load it. There's uh, a... Uh, this this is like a dream that Jane and I have for Nicholas is that we'll be able to take him touring with us. And we've looked at getting like the cat trailer. There's somebody who did, uh, I think it was West to East Coast with their cat in the Southwest. Oh, yeah. And um, we've, we got him the outdoor harness so that he can be beside us. But he, he currently only makes it about two blocks before he's like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this whole harness thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this, this stokes my imagination. I used to watch videos of people trying to leash train their cats and they all just sort of end up with the, uh, the person just kind of like giving up and either like, mm. you know, just sort of trying to drag the cat and mm. then eventually like, okay, fine, you're not going to do it. Or just like, the cat just fighting against it and realizing like, okay, you're fine. You're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. There's um, my mom's cat is like adventure cat. She, oh, really? Oh yeah. She'll go camping with him. Nice. Um, his name's Tater and she'll send photos out by the river or up in the mountains and Tater, she just like gets into a camp spot and he's really good about sticking around. So he'll just kind of like poke about 
and um nicholas i think he's he he's like the malcolm in the middle theme song like you're not the boss of me now <laughs> yeah and it's true like he's yeah. true to his to himself in that regard um but what one can hold out hope <laughs> what was cool about this is so the guy finds him um i can't even remember where it was now uh bosnia yeah and originally he said like yeah i just thought it was like this stray and then it just kept following me and like i stopped and pet it and it, like went on and it just like kept following him along and so he realized okay i guess this is my cat now i'm gonna nice. take him out and he he was never a pet owner to begin with mm-hmm. much less like wanting to take a cat on tour but sometimes you find the cat sometimes yep. the cat finds you yep it was meant how to cool be. is that though <laughs> dig it um, next up, some local news here from TriMet.org. TriMet is our local transit authority, transit provider. We are phasing out paper tickets and the TriMet ticket app. That's the real killer for me. With yep. every beginning, there is an end. And as we expand the HOP program, which is sort of their electronic ticketing-ish, I don't know how to explain it. It's a card yep. that you load tickets onto. And you swipe. I think. And you swipe it. Yes. We're going to be winding down some older payment methods. After December 31st, 2019, we will no longer accept unvalidated foil stamp paper tickets and passes <laughs> or mobile tickets from the TriMet app. End of an era, folks. You can still pay with cash. Buses will continue to take cash on board, and you can buy single-use paper hop tickets at the ticket machines and at Max and West stations. I uh, I really am, am going to be one of those people that is a bit of a curmudgeon, but sad to see the please, app go. Please curmudgeonate for us. <laughs> I get that. Not too much. Um, like I. So here's the deal: is when you are working with the current ticket app, uh, it has a minimum purchase of five dollars. So if you have that like oh shit moment and you need to get across town, uh-huh. you only burn two fifty of that five dollar minimum purchase. And yeah, so and it's like there's always like an extra little ticket. Well, there's always the, a ticket left, yes. right? Because like typically I don't know, I'll find a way to like walk home or like meet up with folks or something like that. But um it, it's like that mental peace of mind that I have because almost always I've got two fifty somewhere stashed on the app. Right. <laughs> so I just know that in a moment of desperation when my flat tire just blows its way halfway to work and i'm like well what do i do now so i don't have to worry about like furiously punching in credit card numbers as i like walk my way your um, first oh shit moment covers your second oh shit exactly as well yeah exactly yeah i have a bunch loaded and haven't used in forever one could just say Mm -hmm. i could put five dollars on a hop card but but that would be too logical you can't well (laughs) I didn't quite get from this little blurb if you're able to transfer all of those tickets that you've already purchased onto the hop card. I would have to assume probably not. Like, that's just the the, the realist in me. <laughs> yeah. I will say this. I really enjoyed using the app. It's mm-hmm. very convenient. You just have the, like, the ticket showing there, right there. Mm-hmm. Um it felt I'm so sure futuristic. There's, there's a certain level of convenience for the hop card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minneapolis uses the same exact app software. Mm. You know, As only Portland? only tailored, yeah, only tailored for them. Really, but it it operates 
identically. Wow. Interesting. And it crashes all the time. I haven't had the same problem with Portland's it, so, or with TriMet's app, but huh. this app, it, the one that Minneapolis has cloned or who, know, who knows, Yeah, but is just keeps crashing all the time. And I wonder, since I haven't used TriMet's app in forever, uh-huh. I wonder if there's like a bug they just can't fix and they're like, you know what? It's just time to consolidate anyways. Well, okay. So that is very interesting to me because the some of the hoopla with the Trima app was that it was shopped out to a local dev company. And so it was like Portland built for the oh, Trima really? app. Um, and I won't get too far into the weeds, but there's been some issues with local storage and uh, <gasps> date, date timestamps. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it's interesting to me if Minneapolis, date like maybe, they, stamps, maybe they contracted uh, or, or something like that. But that was kind of the, that was kind of the, the polish on the uh, whole process was that it was like Portland grown right, to, right. A, to a degree. Yeah. At least to my understanding. Huh. So maybe uh, Minneapolis didn't want to like pay their server upkeep <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> who who yeah. knows? Oh um, man. I, I was like, I, I was, I'm a little bit charmed when those bids go out to a local company just because you, just because <laughs> no other reason um swell that's well, our headlines that is our headlines you chilly um it's gotten was colder that a, was that a chill no that was a like stretch oh, okay I, if you want to turn the heat on i'm fine no okay. i got it i I'm gotta, mostly I'm, i gotta I'm, toughen up i'm still We're... wet because i decided not to put on my raincoat when i biked from the beer mongers on, on south- southeast division and 12th that is correct what are you having over there aaron oh i got the assam kombucha which tasty and refreshing very subtle i thought we'd try it two weeks in a row just to see how it sticks it's sticking i like it all right yeah i'm having the wanderer barrel aged early bird imperial breakfast stout brewed with lactose dolce de leche oats and coffee oh god damn it has coffee oh no uh, <laughs> and do you want to do my taxes in, yeah right <laughs> sure why not <laughs> and aged in bourbon barrels and you know what that's just how great the beer mongers is because you could have some coffee beer by accident and still do your taxes two days before the tax deadline <laughs> right on thanks to the beer thank mongers. you so much beer mongers as always and now our mail we got mail From Film by Bike. We loved being on the show with Drew. Thanks for having us. This year's festival is a rare opportunity to see Drew's film, which isn't available online and is no longer touring the Pacific Northwest region. So you want to see it? Come to Film by Bike. They didn't say that. That's that's me saying that <laughs> just just to clarify good good clarify <laughs> an announcement from maria Schur. hello bicycle friends i wanted to announce there's a new club in town we are the felony flat felony flats hill repeaters and we kill hills light nice anyone c- can join our facebook group link below and anyone can create an event to lead any ride anytime any hill within the felony flats area if you're not on Facebook, you can email me the details and I'll spread the word. Cheers, Maria. P.S. Please note, if you are not in the Felony Flats neighborhood, sorry, 
please start a local club near you. It is important to me for this little club to not create any car trips. And to Maria, kudos. Yes. I really appreciate that thinking. Don't drive your car to the to ride your bike. Yes. it's That is like, honestly, when Gateway Green came in, I was like, oh, you no longer have to drive to where you mountain bike. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, like, just, you know, there's, what is it, the bike plan 20... 20- 35 or something like that for um the off-road trails we talked about that a little bit with our friends from scuba uh i cannot wait to see the day in which you can like just leave your door and start mountain biking oh yes that'll be so nice soon in the future it's kind of like the salmonberry trail it just it exists in the mind's eye (laughs) (laughs) for now um yeah thanks to that committee yes thank you (laughs) lastly from todd g in dc your conversation with drew reminded me of shooting super 8 film in new york city while in art school in the 70s that was the sketchbook format at the school of visual arts in the mids or sorry yes in the mid 70s 16 millimeter was what film majors shot for their minor for their final projects everything was storyboarded Mm -hmm. by the way did you know I took a storyboard class in college. Did you? Yes. Nice. I go? failed. What? You can <laughs> fail storyboarding? But so, it was your artistic expression. You, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm dragging up the memories. <laughs> I had these great commercials all storyboarded out. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. One starred Frankenstein. We'll have an episode with that professor. Don't worry. <laughs> Next episode, Aaron calls up all of his old professors. Why did you give me a bad grade? And how will you tell us about it in 2019? I I went to art school and I almost graduated with honors. And I blame that that class and my 3D design class. Freaking storyboard class. (laughs) What what gives? (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's okay. You've always been able to tell a good story for our listeners here on Sparka Podcast, Aaron. It's it's because I don't put them on a storyboard. I just that was the problem. I just come up with yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't cage this. Yep, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> uh, he says street photography in New York was always such a great adventure in the seventies because the city was very gritty and a bit dangerous at times. Have you seen, by the way, the movie The Warriors? No, that's how I imagine. It's it's a movie it's fiction but that's how i imagine new york city in the 70s anyways okay. like you should watch it when you say that highlander comes to mind and i no, know not i'm even, wrong not even close <laughs> yeah fully admit <laughs> uh he says we mostly shot 35 millimeter or tri x pan because it was readily available and cheap about a dollar 25 a roll everything was done by hand no pcs back then everything was thought of as or nothing was thought of as being analog it was just all process yeah true story regards thank you todd yeah thank you it is interesting i 125 1970 that's got to be like 25 ish dollars i'm doing napkin math right now in my head i don't know how inflation works yep (laughs) that's why i go to google i just i just wake up one morning and go like huh Mm-hmm. Seems like this gallon of milk used to cost less. It's true. Oh, well. That's because it did. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. 
The Sprocket Podcast is produced at StreamPDX Community Audio Studio thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text 2503-847-9774. Twitter and the Instagrams at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Kurt Bird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to our sustaining donors. Shadowfoot, Katharina Mellengard. Wayne Norman, Eric Iverson. Cameron Lean, Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney, I'll talk with you soon. Oh yeah, Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Eric Wise. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt, who's, who's a, a time, time traveler. traveler. Dave Knows. Chris Smith, Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley. Peanut Butter Jar Matt, Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder. Anna, thanks for stopping by. Andre Johnson. Thanks King- for the voicemail. King of Division, Richard G. Guthrie Straw, who is sitting across the table from me. What? It's a whole new world. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Reed Granary. Campsite, comma, Mac Nurse David. We'll see you this <laughs> Thanks weekend. Thanks for joining our team. Nathan Bolton. Chris Rawson, Rory of Michigan, Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman. Harry Hugo, EJ Finneran, Brad Hipwell. Thomas Skato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom. Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, Derek Wagner. Jason Oftenberg, Microcosm Publishing, David Moore. Todd Grosbeck, thanks for the mail. Chris Barron, Chris, Chris Barron, Barron, Chris, Chris Barron. Barron, Sean Baird, Simon, Gregory Braithwaite, thanks for the ride. Oh yeah, Ryan Morrow, Jimmy Diesel, Dude Luna, Matthew Rooks, Marshall, Paula at Funatake Cyclecraft. Philip M. Spartandale, no relation. Mr. T, who never really left. Bike Initiative Kiwana and Sarah G. And thanks to our newest donor, Michael B., for his generous donation Woo! last week. And all of our former donors who helped us get this far. Now brush your teeth. And go to bed. Honestly, I'm just hoping somebody shows up with a unicycle that I can, like, bribe off them. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Wait, you unicycle? Yeah. I've unicycled Holy since shit. I was eight. Did we talk about this when Brian was on? I think we talked about it after he after we recorded when Brian was on. I, I commuted via unicycle for a solid two years in college because somebody stole my bike, but I still have my unicycle. <laughs> so I just rode it. <laughs> I had a Coker, which is a 36-inch wheel. Oh get, wow! You can get up to like twenty miles an hour on it. There, Super okay, fun. yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a dude that does. Uh, there's that one here one in town. Those. Yeah, yeah. Um, serious juggling was the place I bought mine from, which is now defunct. They're very polarizing within oh. the uh, oh wow circus okay. slash like fest community within the the circus community here in Portland. It's true. <laughs> I know. I know. It, it, it's such a Portland thing to say. <laughs> well, it's like. They had they had all the stock, but like depending on like what day you walked in and whether you talked to like the husband or the wife and like it was like a it was like a train wreck in slow motion of a shop. So uh-huh. like you either walked in and had a really decent experience or you walked in and just had the worst fucking experience in the world. Um and I had generally good experiences there, but uh they I think went out of business because they just weren't able to like keep it all together oh, is, is okay. my impression yeah um so yeah good good like knowledge of all of that world like 
very deep, intimate knowledge, not so good at running a business. Right. That's it. It's pretty common. Yeah, it yeah. happens. <laughs> I ca- like. I- I'm sad actually because I wanted to get another. Because where are you going to get your <laughs> right? <laughs> right. We couldn't. When where I are worked... you going to get your circus supplies now? Well, so kid you not, every single year I worked at the bike shop, I checked accounts to see if they made them, and the biggest one that I ever found was a 28. And the difference really? between 28 and 36 it's... is like miles. Right. Fucking right. miles. So 36 is just so goddamn cool. <laughs> I want to see you on a 36 inch unicycle now i want to have a 36 inch unicycle oh man all right sprocket listeners this might go on a like a bonus episode here yeah bring it on yeah if if you know someone who has a 36 inch unicycle right near and or in portland oregon if you want to give guthrie a birthday present (laughs) they're like 500 bucks (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah they're a serious chunk of unicycle (laughs) if all of you collectively want to come together it's more than my first two bikes cost (laughs) combined <laughs> but but it's fucking sweet yes <laughs> oh yeah i would i was like i didn't say anything but i was sad when brian like came in on his bike because i was uh-huh. like no now i can't hit oh, up the unipiper right you can't sure like, he gets hey, hit up all I, the time can I, can I try that hey right. hey what but he's broken um, so many unicycles that way at last year's lads 500 this should probably go on the episode Do too it. late at last year's Lads 500, um, Penny, Corey's daughter, mm. came in on a unicycle. But, nice. you know, she's quite diminutive, you know, being, I mean, being like nine years old. Unicycles, <laughs> and, unicycle, they're they're all fun. The I mean, like, I've ridden the tall unicycles. I've ridden the minis. I've ridden the, well, like, crazy big ones. They're all fun. 